0: Good morning, Izzy Kempi for breakfast. S E N Z. Got Ricardo in the house. You got Kez in the back room running the absolute cutter. Running a tight ship in the kitchen there, Kez. Keep up the good work, brother. And we've got Aroha keeping us up to date with what's going on in the news here and abroad. A big show has been brewing up in the kitchen. I'm going to welcome in. The one and only Pierre,
1: <laughs> bonjour, <laughs> ça va? Bonjour, bonjour, I thought it was more, more like Mr. Cleese mate or Faulty Towers, if, if you haven't had a, uh, a look at this this morning, go and check out our Instagram, Izzy and Kempe for breakfast and uh, have a look what uh, Kez has put together for today's show, it's got to be one of the best uh, so far. We're trying to promote the show and uh, yeah, get on there and have a look at it but. Mate, we come up with one this morning, and uh, is he, it is honestly, I haven't stopped laughing for the last five minutes watching it. That bloody moustache, mate, it's uh, it's wiggling around as I'm talking. It's hard case, um, but that's what we got with a, our our new man in the kitchen, Kez, who's uh, really pumping up the show. Myself, you, and Ricardo in the mornings, um, and it's getting plenty of uh, it's getting plenty of traction, mate. The old what did someone someone text me yesterday, mate? What's that? program Ricardo, that we heard of, that hospital program that we got on TV here? Shortland Street Shortland, Shortland Street. Street, he goes Shortland <laughs> Street, here we come I'm like oh mate, come on cut that out, we're, we're mate, not even that good
2: I, 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 did, I, I was just impressed with how many different accents he managed to fit into a 30 second promo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mate, He started French and
1: then he turned into Basil Fawlty <laughs> Basil, Basil, it's more like Basil Faulty too, oh mate, classic is he? Unbelievably oh, funny.
0: Man. So good. So good. Well, tell us what we got cooking in the kitchen. What's in the oven?
1: <laughs> there's, pl- there's plenty in the Cafe Della Kempi this morning. Uh, We're going to John Corrales talking NBA because of Celtics and the heat. It's heating up. This is game seven and it's at uh, Boston. Celtics look like they possibly can come back and create history, uh, being down three nil to uh to win that series and get into the NBA Finals. Nick Wilson will come on in 740, talk to us about the, his uh his retirement, the Triple Olympian blacksticks. Uh Nick Wilson is basically heading to the to the paddock and uh, we'll talk about his career. Clark Laidlaw, uh, I look watched this mm. on the weekend, the uh I cause I turned on when I was down at Hawke's Bay, I turned on the telly and I was watching uh, stand, they had that sports program stand on and it was about all the Australians and they are talking about Australian pathways and I just so happened to look at the Australian under-20s while the, while the show was on and uh, they've come out and beat our under-20s down in Upper hut on the weekend so we'll talk to to Clark Laidlaw about that and see um, see where he's headed, uh, he comes from sevens obviously, 15s and uh, where his future is, is headed. Paulie Moari, there's racing in Hawke's Bay today so we'll talk to him about where all the money's going uh, off the back fence, I've got, I've got an off the back fence today which is uh, about to stimulate some thought uh, in and around Rugby Union, Rugby League and much, much more. And of course, yet yeah, we'll be heading out to Café de la Campy later. they probably get a coffee, I'd say. And a <laughs> hopefully, croissant. Ho- hopefully, Piers <laughs> <croissant>. still working
0: <laughs> with A With a baguette. Yeah. With a baguette, Ricardo. Oh, you would love a croissant and a baguette, wouldn't you? Nice little morning brekkie.
2: Oh, mate, you got to, it's nothing, there's nothing better, mate. The French do it so well. The French do it so well. Can't uh, a fresh, fresh croissant. Oh,
0: bit of butter, bit of cheese. Tell you what they don't do well. What's Coffee, that? though. No one does well coffee well like uh, compared to New Zealand. You know, you go to America, get a, oh, you America, want a black terrible. coffee. Yuck. Don't yeah. give me that. Go froth up their milk, please. Go there and they, the only thing closest to a flat, uh, flat white over in, in France is a Le Café. Le Café. Which is, uh, but a still full of milk. Too much, I can't stand too much milk, needs the perfect amount of milk, otherwise it's just like a milky coffee. Back in about t-
2: 2010, I went and stayed with a mate in Seattle, and he had a coffee shop up the road, he goes, no, that's a proper coffee shop, like, they do good coffee. And he was right, they do, it was like, it wasn't Starbucks, right, it was a proper coffee shop that did good coffee. And I so I went up and I just, I've a Kiwi, I went, oh, flat white please, and they're like, "Oh, what? I was a like flat yeah, white. <laughs> and a flat white and they're like, What's well, a flat white? And so I explained how it was made and they were like, Okay, and they made it, and then they the dude like was like, Oh. And then so he made another one, and then he had one while I had mine, and then he was like this is great. We're going to put this on the menu.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you coffee because you know you, you Jaffers are talking about coffees. You, you boys from the city. Um, but when I first came up to Auckland, I didn't. I actually didn't understand what what that meant because I'm a black coffee mate. I'm a black coffee guy. So the Americans, I actually quite like their coffee. Um, but I'm sitting in a cafe and I'm sort of made the Kiwi team, you know, like I made the big time. Yes, I've made it and we're sitting in a cafe in Auckland. That's where they charge, charging back, at that, back in those times, it was seven bucks for a beer, you know, when, you, when you're going there later on in the day and, I don't know, three bucks for a coffee. We used to get them for free. But the, it's going around the table, mate. I'm with about eight blokes and they go around and we go, what you, what would you like, sir? And, I'll, and one of the boys goes, I'll have a mocha, Chino. And I'm sort of going, mochaccino, like that? And he goes, what about you? i have a cappuccino. So I go, mochaccino, cappuccino, latte, flat, white. And it gets to me, and I'm, like, feeling really inadequate. <laughs> and then girl goes, and what would you like, sir? And, of course, I don't want to sound out of place. I said, I'll have a black and white. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and,
1: she, and she goes, a black and white? And uh, all the boys are looking at me. And I go, yeah, black and white. She goes, what's that? I said, a black coffee with some milk. <laughs> 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 the boys are going, that's what we're having. That's what we're having. Oh, mate, I've never lived that one down. I've never lived that one down. But i the old, you know the percolators where they come out? Yeah. And they put the put mm. the filter in, put your coffee in.
2: Oh, yeah, like, yeah. The mate, when I went Newcastle, lips, yep.
1: that's basically weird with that on 24-7, having that going. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a city <laughs> thing, <laughs> how, you, how you call them all those names. And really, it's just coffee with milk.
2: I got I, oh. my my old lady's family's Italian, and so we grew up with stovetop percolators. So you put water in the bottom of this thing, and then coffee in the middle, and then screw a the top on it, and the steam it heats that, and then it steams, goes through the coffee, and it makes the best coffee. Like it is just uh-huh. like yeah, it is the go. And uh, yeah, my nonno, he used to drink his black, but he used to make it really thick. And you can just about mm. stand a teaspoon up in it. Like oh. It was so, good. Oh. so It was like that Turkish coffee, you know.
0: Oh. <laughs> coffee is so important, lads. I get mine uh, every morning even at 7, but I've got a little Breville machine so I can grind the beans and then put it through and make a nice coffee. I'm still yet to master the perfect f- coffee froth, uh, milk froth, the pitcher, the little detail on top of it, so if you come over, I'll give you a little squiggle, and I just make it out to, to be something when I deliver it because it's a shambles, but it tastes good. It's all about the coffee beans, lads, and I can't go past a Raglan Roast Coffee mm. over in Raglan. They do good coffee beans. Very, very good.
1: Is that right? That's good to know. Oh, there's, mm. go, there's a guy down in Sandringham doing the pictures on the coffee. You, you know, you get mm-hmm. the coffee, and you normally get a – Oh, it looks like a fern leaf to me, or you know, um, an apple. Yep. Is it meant to be an apple? Mm. I don't know. It's something. I, I've i I've <laughs> <on my> <laughs> 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 When give it to you, it looks like to me when I look at the top of it, it looks like a fern leaf or an apple. Mate, this guy he gave me one. Look, had a tiger on it. <laughs> a tiger. <laughs> Mate, he wow. he's like an artist. He just does all these coffees. he's down in Sandringham. You know, as you're heading past Eden Park there, and you go up to that. Next set of shops, you know, you got Papa's Pizzas on the right there. Yeah. And you go into that next set of shops there, and there's that little cafe across from the fish and chip shop. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. And he's in there, mate. And we went in there once and had a coffee, and he we had these pictures on it. It was like art, mate. He didn't <laughs> want to drink it. It was like, <laughs> make him take this home. It was that good. Um, but yeah, the, the, those guys that can do that to, the, you know, what do you call that, the, the top, the froth on the coffee? Yeah. Unbelievable. Mm. And Just the time he gets to do it. Like, he's got to do that for... And, Less than five minutes, and I'm like, "Wow, that's that's pretty impressive, mate. You should be charging more for this. Yeah,
2: works of art, works of art on the on on the top of your coffee. Speaking of works of art, it should be a work of art today in Boston, shouldn't it? Game seven's
0: going to be absolutely massive, isn't it? <sighs> Ooh, it's going to be huge, Rick. And your can't wait question: uh, If that happen, eventuates, I don't think there'll ever be anything that'll come close to that. Three nil down, 150 series. No one's come back from it, and. Uh, well, 150 games, sorry. And it's going to be absolutely crazy if it gets done. It's going to happen, isn't it, Rick? Like, you, you can't. They've fought their way back. And then you look at the flip side. Celtics are going to probably go through, take on the Nuggets, who have been simmering away, resting their bodies for a couple of weeks now. Man, it, they've just all been put out on the platter for them, isn't it? It has. At the
2: Aggies. It has. But, yeah, you're right. The Celtics, thirty-one favourites at the TAB. Three thirty-five yeah. is what the Miami Heat are paying, oh,
1: and so, they was that was the other way around last week. Before they got they they got him. the um, the Boston boys got him, the Celtics. Look, I, look, I just think you know the other story to that too is that's sort LeBron of James's story because he's on that Netflix program at the moment. Yeah. He's doing that Netflix program at the moment, and that's the story that he wants. So imagine him sitting there at the moment, going, "Man, that was what was meant to happen with us and yeah. the Lakers."
2: Exactly, exactly. And as you know, somebody who's a Celtics fan. Crimea River, LeBron and the Lakers. Crimea <laughs> River. And uh, <Kez>, it is <laughs> time for this,
0: though. Can't wait question of the day.
2: Oh! So that is our can't wait question of the day. 3 0 down in a best of seven series in the Eastern Conference finals. No one has ever come back from that in NBA history to make the finals if the Celtics do it. They will be the first. So our can't wait question of the day is what is the one comeback you didn't believe? Until it happened, what is the one comeback you didn't believe until it happened? Uh, I don't know how many Dean Barger texts we're yeah, gonna get, but, we'll there'll get couple, but there'll be a couple. But there'll be a couple. What have you got? Is
0: um, look, I've been thinking about this. I've I've got one that's that's personal. Really, mm. well, we were playing against Ireland in Ireland, and it was our last game of the year, and we kind of I played horrible. I was playing I oh, went into that game Menci wasn't there And I got subbed off Just after halfway. Anyway Ireland would be with us And it would have been The first time in history That Ireland had ever beaten the All Blacks And it was our last game Of the year And I was thinking Oh no it's going to be A horrible summer Because we've lost to Ireland So I was on the bench And we were getting pumped And we, for some reason Somehow We just fought our way Back into that game We got Just Momentum started shifting Like for the last I think time was up, and it was that trial where Dane Coles scored in the corner. Ryan Crotty gave the offload. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Dane Coles gave the offload, and Ryan Crotty scored in the corner. And we, and, we, and then Aaron Cruden went to kick it, and it fell over, and he got, a, he got a reset, or they charged early. So he got to kick it, and he kicked it from the sideline to win it. Just that whole game, I thought we were going to lose. And we came back from nowhere, and we defied history, and we got the job done. So that's one from a personal point of view from the mindset like I thought we were going to lose it and that's the power of the mind if you think that it's, it's probably going to happen you shouldn't get it beyond that field and I got subbed pretty quick and we came on we came from nowhere and we won that game. And we uh, defied history. I remember watching that game. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It was Yeah, we pulled that out of the fire. What about you, Kenpy? <laughs>
1: well, mine's a personal one too. You know, like the Dean Barker and <clears throat> Jimmy Spittle uh, battle, when Dean Barker in that race gets called off, which he, which he was winning, and then goes and goes and loses the America's Cup to Jimmy Spittle. That's, that's obviously what mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to be texting in about today. But mine's a personal one as well, because in 1994, we played the great Wigan side, and I'd travel over. I was playing for Castleford this year, and we'd made, gone through what they had was called the Regal Trophy Final. So it's a battle, just a knockout competition. We played them at Heatingley in a final and we were just written off, you know, because they've got Andy Farrell, Jason Robinson, Inga Torgamala, Gamala, you know, Whanau Boddaka, um the, the, the greats of the game that were just going around and telling everyone up in that, that day. And um, apart from, all I remember about that game is apart from going, oh, I'm coming up against the great Wigan side, Um, I didn't really give it too much thought. You know, we were travelling really well. We had some good players in our team as well. You know, me, Tawira and Richie Blackmore, um, Lee Crooks, uh, Graham Steadman. There were some really good players in our side too. So we ended up going out there and telling them up Um, 33-2. And that was like one for the ages because everyone that was there, there was a small town, you know, the coal mining town of Castleford, up against uh, the small town of Wigan, but the <laughs> Headingley, if you've ever been to Headingley, they they pack twenty thousand, and it sounds like a hundred thousand people. Um, and to get get them by that many points, uh, it's a, it's it's played on YouTube so many times. You have got the great um, commentary there from from one of the the local boys talking about some tackles and bits and pieces. But yeah, when you when you're talking about one of the biggest comebacks, i I just remember looking at we were up about twenty odd points at that stage. I remember looking over at the defensive line of the Wigan side and they were gone. And I'd never seen the Andy Farrells and the Clarks and those guys say, basically, boys, we're we're out. We're going, we're going away and coming back next week. So um that's that's one for me that comes straight to mind. A bit like Izzy where, you know, you thought thought that, you know, you're, you're never really going to get it and you end up going out there and either just getting it or flogging them. And, and that day we uh, we did uh, the latter, which was give Wigan an absolute tonking.
2: Yeah, so uh, that's our can't wait question of the day. The comeback you you didn't see happening until it happened. Uh, text us 8833, you can call us 800-150-811. We've got a couple in there already. Uh, Oracle comeback, America's Cup, of course, uh, that has come in. Any comeback to beat the Crusaders?
0: Can't say that. <laughs> well, you got to come with some some evidence, mate. Come like, give us a game come example, on, Trent.
2: <laughs> uh, or Tiger Woods to win the Masters. Yeah, twenty nineteen has yeah, come back. Nice. That was that, that was pretty good. Keep those coming through. We'll get to more of those next. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five, oh eight eleven is our phone number. Get in touch. This is Izzy and Kempy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.